Thanks for joining us today for the Anchor Daily. We are reading through the books of Acts, learning about the early church and the unstoppable power of the gospel. Listen close as we dive deep into Luke's and Paul's accounts. Hi friends, this is Rachel. I'm glad to be with you today as we look at Paul's second missionary journey. Now we've read through the entire book of Acts, and today we're re-looking at sections that contain this second journey. As Aaron mentioned yesterday, we'll go through the five W questions and then end with some reflection questions for our own lives. So who? Well, Paul, but not with Barnabas. This journey starts with a sharp disagreement. Now, this is not the kind of disagreement that families get in as they are trying to get loaded up for a journey, aka vacation. No, this was a central disagreement concerning John Mark, and it ends with Paul and Barnabas going in separate directions. Barnabas takes John Mark and heads to Cyprus. Paul takes Silas with him. And along the journey, Paul is joined by a young disciple, Timothy, who he continues to mentor throughout his ministry. We should note here that although Paul and Barnabas disagree on the how, They remain unified on the most important thing, the message of the gospel and the mission of sharing it with others. So what is it? Well, it's a two and a half year missionary journey. At the risk of stating the obvious, this journey follows his first missionary journey, which Aaron explained yesterday. There was one key event between the first and second journeys, which is commonly referred to as the Jerusalem Council. Here, the elders and apostles gathered in Jerusalem to decide what customs, including circumcision, the Gentile believers needed to follow. The council ended by penning a letter that stated, For it was the Holy Spirit's decision, and ours, not to place further burdens on you beyond these requirements. And they listed a few. Circumcision was not included on that list. When? Well, it includes the years A.D. 49 to 52. And where? Well, first, Paul travels from Antioch to Troas, then Troas to Athens, then to Corinth, and the journey ends with him returning to Antioch. Why? What's the heart of this mission? The central reason is stated in 1536. After some time had passed, Paul said to Barnabas, let's go back and visit the brothers and sisters in every town where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they're doing. So the primary purpose was to visit the churches that they had planted. Paul cared for the people and his desire was to see the early church thrive. As they traveled through the towns, they delivered the decisions reached by the apostles and elders at Jerusalem for the people to observe. So the churches were strengthened in the faith and grew daily in numbers. As these decrees were brought to the local churches, they helped unify them as a whole under the same mission. It is also during this time that Paul wrote the letter to the Thessalonian church. Throughout 1 Thessalonians, Paul addressed the questions concerning doctrine, and he encouraged the church to hold fast to the faith, keeping the main things central. So, what's our application today? Well, Paul left convenience and comfort in order to visit and build up local churches. What about me? How am I using my time and gifts for the building up of our local church? 
Paul encouraged the local churches with the decrees that kept the message of the gospel central and accessible to all people. What about me? Do I allow personal preference and expectations distract me from the centrality of the gospel? Do I place religious burdens on others who might have different cultures or backgrounds? Let's take a minute to reflect and pray. On your own, read Acts 15, 36 through 18, 22. Be sure to join us tomorrow as Sarah Landon teaches us about Paul's third missionary journey. For today, we'll close with a few words that Paul penned to the Thessalonian church during the second missionary journey. First Thessalonians 5, 14 through 24. And we exhort you, brothers and sisters, warn those who are idle, meaning disorderly or undisciplined. Comfort the discouraged, help the weak, be patient with everyone. See to it that no one repays evil for evil to anyone, but always pursue what is good for one another. Rejoice always, pray constantly, give thanks in everything, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Don't stifle the spirit. Don't despise prophecies, but test all things. Hold on to what is good. Stay away from every kind of evil. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will do it. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you can find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.